0: welcome to the police fit podcast where applicants and serving officers can learn how to smash their fitness test and regain their health with over 11 years experience in the fitness industry and 17 years service in the military and as a first responder your host brad williams shares his experience and expertise in helping applicants get their dream job and serving members regain their health Learn how to increase your health and fitness with actionable steps for first responders by a first responder. So please enjoy this episode of the Police Fit Podcast. G'day guys, welcome to another episode of the Police Fit Podcast. Couple of questions to get through uh, this week. Thanks again for all the questions. Um, First one, sorry if I sound a bit nasally. I've just uh, been a bit sick for the last two weeks, got this uh, cold that's going around. It's not the, uh, it's not the spicy cough. It's whatever the next one is. Um, First one's from Brandon. What would you say is the best training to get better, to get a better level of the beep test? Couldn't make the beeps at 6.4 and I'm trying to work my way up to 7.8 within a few weeks. Um, I've covered this in a lot of detail um, in previous episodes. I'll drop them in the show notes below. Um, I have a beep test podcast in there that's specifically just for the beep test training mindset um, technique. Um, the next ones, I'll have a test video on YouTube that I'll put up there and also a test technique video that one of our coaches done as well. I'll put that in the show notes below. Um, yeah, I've covered that in a lot of detail. So all that information's in there. Um, the next one's from Amy. Uh, does, doing car- does doing a cardio workout and a gym workout, either upper, or lower, or full body on the same day affect your fitness training progress? Um, if you do train and do both on the same day, um, which should you do first to get the best results? So I'm basically gonna talk about like in a perfect world and how we lay out our training for our applicants. Um, So basically in a perfect world, you wanna be recovered for whatever your focus is for that day. Um, For example, if the focus is upper body, then you shouldn't have done upper body the day before. now, when I talk about being recovered, um, you'll always, and I'll talk about this as well, that you'll you'll go into sessions where you're slightly fatigued or right? you shouldn't be sore um, going into those sessions for those muscle groups. Um, you want to be in a position where you can give that session as much as you can um, to get the maximum return out of it so but in saying that so if you're if you're following a program and being consistent you will go into sessions slightly pre-fatigued it's just just what happens when you're training um and being consistent now like for example you hit a lower body strength and conditioning right then the next day is your run day so your muscles are obviously going to be fatigued um from the day before now if you're if you're hitting in a well-rounded program like what we do with our applicants with strength and conditioning and cardio based work, then you're going to have days when you're rolling into the next day like that, for example, where you're doing like a lower body into a running or like a running into a lower body. Um, you're going to be, you're going to be fatigued. There's nothing you can do about it. The muscles are going to be pre-fatigued from the day before. Um, hopefully they're not too bad, but it's just, it, it is going to happen. Um, so this is exactly how we lay out our training for our applicants. Um, it's six days a week, three days cardio, one upper and one lower strength and conditioning. And then one full body day. Now with our applicants, I also show them, you know, if you can only hit four sessions a week, then these are the ones to choose from. But we just program it for six days a week. But each of those sessions um, can be moved around and put in with other sessions. Um, so it's it's basically customizable to, to get yourself the best result, the best outcome, um, we show you how to do that in the program, but basically Monday's our lower body strength and conditioning. Uh, is our interval long run. Wednesday's our upper strength and conditioning. Tuesday's our interval short run. Um, Friday's full body and Saturday's long run or fitness test. And then Sunday's a rest day. So the, the way, the reason why I program it that way is generally lower strength and conditioning is the biggest session, the most taxing on the body. So having that at the start of the week. Hopefully you've um, had the rest day on the Sunday. And if not, say you've done the run, the long run on the Sunday, instead had the rest on the Saturday. That's not very taxing on your body, that long run day or the fitness test. Um, So that Monday lower strength and conditioning, you should be pretty well recovered for that. And then um, going into your interval long. So that's probably the hardest, or that is the hardest running session we do. Um, The reason why we put that straight after the lower body strength and conditioning we try and get those two hard sessions in earlier on in the week. Hopefully you're still, still fairly fresh. And then we move into upper strength and conditioning. That's our third hardest session for the week. So it's on our third day. Um, and then interval shorts, probably our next hardest session. And then we slowly tone it down a bit for the full body session. And then the um Saturday being the long run or um, fitness test. It's a pretty, it's pretty intense programming, but it gets the results and you can move it around, as you need. So for example, if you needed to do, if you only do four sessions a week and you've got a well-rounded of, you need to, um, basically increase your cardio and your strength to the same level. Um, then we'd have you hitting lower body strength and conditioning, upper body strength and conditioning interval long and interval short. And then it's doing the fitness test every second week. Um, we only run the beep test every second week in our program. Um, you can do the beep test too much. I've spoken about that in that in the podcast um, where I dive into the beep test and training for it. Um, and in that, there I, I actually go through the actual interval sessions, distances, times, etc. Um, but that's how we lay out our training. Um, but to answer your question, basically, and I didn't really answer your question yet. Um, so doing doing cardio and strength on the same day, it's not the best way to train for the way we write our programs. Um, but it can easily be done. Um, if you need to do a double session, that's no dramas at all. But what I probably wouldn't be doing is doing three days of double sessions and then four days of nothing. Um, I'd like to spread it out more throughout the week. Um, that just allows for that better rest period between sessions. Um, I'll often do double sessions in my training. Um, you know, it might be a, a, a light cardio session in with a strength session um, at the end of the day. Um, and I do recommend it to clients if they need to, to maintain their consistency. So say they, they want to hit those six sessions a week where they can only train five days of the week. Then obviously one of those days is going to have to be a double session. So what I would look at there is I'd pick the two easiest sessions. So being like full body and the long run or full body and interval short, and I'll double up on a day and do those two sessions. Um, that's just what will allow the, for the best rest and recovery basically. Um, and to answer your other question, which one to do first? Look, basically it really depends on what your focus is for your training. Um, you know, if you need to improve your cardio more than your strength and conditioning, then I'll do that first and strength and condition later in the day. If my focus is strength and conditioning, then I will do that session first and then cardio um, later in the day. Now, for, for myself, I'm pretty rounded with my training at the moment. I don't, I'm don't, not heavily focused on my cardio or my strength and conditioning. It's just an even balance on both. So what I do is I generally, I'll generally do the cardio in the morning. I find I recover better from that um, and then my muscles aren't as fatigued when I do my strength and conditioning session later on in the day. Whereas I do it the other way around, do my strength and conditioning session, then I'm generally pretty fatigued for the rest of the day. Um, so it does have a bigger impact on my cardio. Whereas the other way around, my cardio doesn't have as big of an impact on my strength and conditioning um, session. So I hope that I hope that answers the question for you. I know that was very specific um, for just our program, the way we run it. I do have another podcast that I'll put up, um, which is I dive into, basically programming and how to program around 12 hour shifts. Um, they're in all my, in my shows previously as well. I've covered those in depth. Um, The next one is an anonymous question that was sent in. Um, so this is basically based on, in a response to my podcast last week, which was uh, five tips for first year constables and talking about being a gray man. So, Hey Brad, I have a question, but can it remain anonymous? How can you be the gray man but still display enthusiasm and confidence? So basically the gray man or gray person now, we probably should say, um, you can still display and so, so what it is, is basically someone that comes through training, um, and then they leave and two days later the recruiting instructors don't remember who you are. Um, that's that's who you wanna be, basically. You don't if you if you are remembered, you want it, you want it to be because you are the top of the Top of the class, or you did really well. Um, don't be remembered because you were that um, that person that didn't do so well, or that. Um, yeah, I'll talk about it. So, um, so you can you can still display enthusiasm and confidence, just not just not overconfidence. So, think about the best type of enthusiasm you can display is basically doing what you are tasked in a timely manner. You know, not questioning what they are asking you to do. This uh, during recruits, so. Um, or out on the road as well. So, basically that that's the that's the best type of enthusiasm. You don't want to be one of those. You don't want to be over the top, like you're trying to be an attention seeker. Um, you definitely don't want that. But if there's work to be done, put your hand up to do the work. Um, you know, be I'm trying to think of the word. Um, oh, when you try to leave it, it will come to me. So. Um, initiative that's it sorry um show, show initiative show initiative but don't be don't be annoying about it as well like if there's something to be done make sure you're doing it um make sure if there's a task to be done you put up your hand to do it um if you asked to do a task do it straight away um that and that's how you can show enthusiasm um you know the other thing is too like don't if you're definitely don't do this if you're doing something and someone tells you to do something a different way, don't say, oh, I was shown to do it this way. Just do it the way that instructor is telling you to do it. If they, if they want to know exactly why you're doing it that way, they'll fucking ask you. Okay. So, um, you know, well, I had a friend that, uh, um, that I went through recruits with, and basically the instructor would say, hey, do it this way. Or and he would say, oh, I was shown to do it this way. Or I was doing it this way because dot, 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 um, Yeah, I'll put him aside and said to him, mate, they don't fucking care why you're doing it that way. If they want to know why you're doing it that way, they will directly ask you. Um, And being a recruiting instructor myself, um, I'm telling you right now, that's exactly how they want it. If they they tell you to do something another way, they don't want an explanation as to why you're doing it that way. If they do, they will directly ask you, hey, why were you doing it that way? Tell me. Okay, so just something to think about, you know, and displaying confidence is fine, all right? and so one of the one of the biggest strengths, I think, for being a good police officer, or just a good person in general, I think, and being knowledgeable, is know what you know and know what you don't know. So I'll say that again. So know what you know and know what you don't know. So basically, know what you know. <laughs> right, I don't know how to say that any better. But if you don't know something, know that you don't know it. Okay, like don't don't think oh, I'll be fine. Like if you don't know it, you know, find, find the answer or get the knowledge so that you do know it. Okay. Don't be cocky. right? So the difference is, and when you look at, when you look at the textbook definitions of these two terms, it becomes quite obvious. So confidence is a feeling or belief that you can do something well or succeed at something on the flip side. All right. Someone who is cocky is defined as someone who is boldly or brashly self-confident. All so basically be, being confident in knowing what you have been taught and understand it and knowing that you've prepared to put in, you've prepared and you've put in the work to, to be, um, to, oh, Jonathan, sorry, the words are escaping me today. Um, to be competent in it. So something you will see there's a big difference between being qualified and being competent. So there's a lot of people you will meet in your lifetime that are qualified in something, but it doesn't mean they're competent in that as well. So being, being confident that you're, that you know what you're doing, you're competent in that task. Okay. And knowing you're prepared and putting the work, whereas, whereas if you're being cocky, you know, it's more so thinking, you know, I understand it without putting in the work. And I think, I think that to go back to that phrase of knowing what you know and knowing what you don't know um, I think when you're when you're being confident all right you know what you know and you know what you don't know when you're being cocky you know what you know and then that's it okay and you you think you know everything else right so just saying to think about it we all, we all know people that fit into these categories and if you're if you're a confident person at times at times you will slip over to that cocky side and 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 I know I have from time to time, um, but you just got to try and pick yourself up and, you know, have a good look in the mirror, but like, okay, what am I doing here? Am I being confident in my ability or am I being a bit cocky about it? Okay. So just understand the difference in yourself and the way you behave and, and act. So yeah, it's, it's, it, it is a fine line sometimes, but you, you will look at other people and the way they behave and you will see, you will see those quiet achievers. And, and if your instructors are any good, all right, they will, without you stepping out and being like, oh, I know how to do this, you know, I know I know how to do that. If you can just do it and get the job done, they will pick that up. If they're good instructors and they're paying attention to the students, right, they'll understand and they'll see, you can see there's a big difference between those people that are confident and just doing the work because they know how to do the work. And there's a big difference between those people that are cocky We think they know how to do the work, and they're just flying by the, uh, just flying by the seat of their pants. All right, so just some some thoughts, some thoughts here. So one big takeaway is just know what you know and know what you don't know. Okay, it's just something to think about when you're going into it. Make sure that you know that the textbook definitions. You know, confidence, a feeling or belief that you can do something well or succeed at something. And someone who is cocky is defined as someone who is boldly or brashly, brashly self-confident. So you would have met those people in your time. Maybe you're one or the other. Have a have a good look at yourself and decide. Um, but you want to be confident. You need to be confident in this job. You need to, you need to have good confidence in, in what you're doing. Okay, because you're making decisions that are, are changing people's lives. Right, and you're making hard decisions on possibly someone's worst day of their life. And, and it's a decision that's going to affect them massively. So, be confident in what you know, and if you don't know, find out. Find the source, okay, to get that information. Um, so, just to cover off, a bit of a shorter one this week. So, from Brandon, best way to increase your beep test. So, I've covered that in in detail. So, those link will be in the show notes. Um, does cardio? Just doing. Sorry, does doing a cardio workout on a and a gym workout on the same day affect your fitness training progress? Um, No, not really, but it's preferable not to, just for rest periods. And if you only do both on the same day, uh, pick whatever you need to focus on the most to do first. Um, And then uh, being the great man, but still display enthusiasm and confidence. Just, you know, just doing, putting your head down and doing the work, not making note of, oh, hey, I did this or I did that. Just do the work, do whatever you're told to do. And um, confidence a feeling or belief that you can do something well or succeed at something. And on the flip side, someone who is cocky is defined as someone who is boldly or brashly self-confident. And I'll just leave with this one last one again. Okay. Know what you know and know what you don't know. Thanks. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Police Fit Podcast. Now, I'm going to ask you to do what everyone else asks you to do as well. Can you please subscribe, like, and share the podcast? The more people we can get it in front of, the more people we can help. Now, on that too, if you've got any questions at all, please shoot me a message on Facebook. I'll cover it off in the podcast. I'll give you the most amount of information that I can. And please, if you need help with your fitness training, mindset, anything, please reach out and ask me. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you out. You just need to ask. Thanks, guys.